0: Recording in progress.
1: Yay, we are going here. This is what, number 20? I don't remember.
0: (laughs) That sounds funny. That sounds funny. That sounds funny. That sounds funny. This is
1: That sounds funny, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, that is it. Uh, this is the show, That Sounds Funny. And uh, today, it is the week of May 11th, 2021, episode 28. Uh, we are two blind brothers and a blind sister, telling it the way we see it. And I am your host, Keith, and joined with me today... I am not Darth Vader, I'm Terry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Joe.
1: Wow. And uh, ho- folks enjoyed our Star Wars episode last week. We had a lot of fun putting it together. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I, I kind of got into some extra special effects as we zoom through space on our starship
0: yeah <laughs>
1: it was pretty good for unrehearsed <laughs> yeah, well, and we're... we all
0: survived the end of the show where everything blew up <laughs>
1: yeah, we, we must have got out in time that's all i have to say <laughs> it was a close call yeah. definitely <laughs> uh, yeah so here we are um we like to start out with a segment we call what's new
2: does anyone have a question?
1: Uh, it's just basically something reading, watching, doing lately. A classic family, funny story or even something new that's been happening. Anybody okay. want to kick off the show or something?
0: I got one real quick. Yeah, This Go is ahead. a story from one of my daughters, her husband. His name I'm not supposed to say but it does rhyme with Madam. Um, okay. <laughs> but Madame they have means- a Kind of a sloping backyard. And so they have this privacy fence along the back of their yard. And there's a bicycle trail behind that. And they sit outside in their backyard sometimes. And the dog gets confused. They have a dog named Tilla. Attila. Hmm. And uh Is it a a all you see when it's a yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when people go down this bicycle trail. The only thing you can see is their heads so it looks like floating heads along the top of this fence oh, hmm. <laughs> and they say it just looks funny and the dog will look back there and look at them it's, it's like a bodiless it,
1: head floating across it's the water. the
0: floating heads along the back of their fence line there
1: <laughs> so it's like Wilson on Home Improvement
0: well you can actually see the whole head from what I understand instead of just from his eyeballs up or whatever it was uh-huh. on Improvement
1: So the fence is high enough. It's like floating heads going across. Yeah,
0: I thought that (laughs) sounded pretty funny.
1: (laughs) That is. Um, Yeah, I I don't have an awful lot. I've been reading a book. I've actually been reading a book this week. It's called uh, uh, Agnes and the Hitman. It is kind of a a humorous book. As you can imagine, with the Hitman, there's some... uh, you know, suspenseful uh, uh that kind of thing happening what years they come out
0: the new release
1: it's not a new release it's probably been out for at least four or five years i want to say i forget it was the 20 teens somewhere uh so it's f- five five ish or so years maybe um but uh it, it's it's it is kind of a, a funny book it's one of those books that has a lot of characters you read long, and all also okay hey, wait wait, wait. what who's this guy <laughs> where'd he come from what's he doing <laughs> in this story and you had to kind of uh, go back and read or just kind of let it let the because i do it in audiobooks just let the, the story flow and it'll it'll make sense eventually i oh mm-hmm yeah Ag- agnes is uh somebody who is trying to plan a wedding for one of her female relatives and she apparently has ties to the mob and this <laughs> hit man comes down uh to protect her from people trying to put hits on her and so it's is kind of interesting humorous and yet you know there are explicit descriptions of violence and sex and so forth so,
0: so not is, recommended it for all
1: audiences but.
0: it is at bard library yeah i guess yeah
1: i think i saw that in a movie once <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A, yeah it's not an all, all audiences book but it is adventuresome yeah. i spent a lot of the weekend uh Listening up to some more Earth Oddities podcasts. Oh. Those guy's in Alabama. Then I was went ahead to watch this movie I downloaded. It's actually a documentary. It's on that SamNet page mm-hmm. uh, that we can talk about later. But it's a movie about uh, a guy in Alabama, <laughs> close to Scottsdale, in Scottsdale, Alabama. There that. Uh, Tried to kill his wife with a rattlesnake. Oh wow! Oh, wow. He's a Pentecostal preacher, snake. Pentecostal preacher, and ah. snake handlers and stuff. Maybe one of those. Huh? <laughs> supposedly, his wife was sleeping with his twelve and fourteen-year-old sons. Oh no! He's trying to kill her off, and and uh, and, and blame it on uh, the uh, the religious practice of snake handling. Yeah. Right. I can't help it; she didn't have enough faith to ward off the snake venom. she had some bites on her hand but they when the police went to check out the the house or so they could it looked like somebody they just couldn't believe anybody lived there it was so messy and there was a bag moving and they thought it might be a snake and it opened up in a Mm
2: -hmm.
1: trying to train a raccoon as a pet oh Um, wow the guy saying that the raccoon bit her not a snake but then she had uh Two or three other bites on her arm. He's trying to shove her head in the box because he's trying to give her rabies from the raccoon, (laughs) snake bite from the rattlesnake. If you get bit in the face by a rattlesnake, you're going to die. Nobody's ever survived a bite to the face. So, well, yeah, generally rattlesnake bites aren't deadly to humans, but yeah, I could see getting bit in the face because the venom would go right to your brain pretty quick. And and so he's trying to get her by the head, or shoving her head in the back, wanting her to get bit, and the snakes wouldn't bite her. She stuck her arm in there, and they bit her. But you know, anyway, uh, she didn't die. He went to prison. But anyway, so. and that
0: was a documentary on Samnet?
1: Yeah, yeah. It was what did you say it was it called? Like called a true cr- a true crime story of some kind. Right. It was called Alabama Snakes Two.
0: Huh.
1: Name of it. It's right in the newly released stuff. Going, well,
0: if it's two, I wonder if there was a one.
1: Well, that's why I'm like, is there a one? What's that all about? is like two. Maybe there were two snakes. Maybe. Then I have another story later I could do in our news about a cop, a, a, a police officer in Alabama got arrested for murdering a man trying to commit suicide.
2: <laughs> oh, well.
1: You can't that's commit suicide. I'm going to kill you instead. <laughs> It's like, Well, wow, I got a bunch of stuff in Alabama. Going. Well, you know there is a thing called suicide by cop, where yeah. somebody will actually make out like they have a gun, or they'll charge a cop, and the cop will just have to react. You know, people, they don't do on purpose. You know. Well, even though this isn't our news story, time or that particular story. I just, not, the there was a cop was in the apartment trying to talk the guy down. The guy had the gun to his own head cop came, was in there talk, trying to talk him down. Another cop arrived, came through the door, drew his gun, and killed the guy because he didn't know the situation. Yeah. Oh. The gun to the head and shot the guy. He had like 11 seconds to react, and he thought he was going to shoot the other cop. Yeah, yeah. Away. And so, anyway. Well, you <laughs> People know, are
0: pretty yeah. crazy, though. We've seen on the show Cops one time where a guy was trying to hang himself, and the cop came in and got him down. And he tried he to shoot hitting. the
1: rope and get him down, and he missed and got okay. him in the head.
0: <laughs> hey, I, I remember how he got him down, but then he's like, "Oh, you're hurting me! Oh, stop!" it. I'm, "You're just trying to kill yourself. You don't think that's going to hurt? Now you're complaining because the cop is hurting you, trying to get you down." <laughs> yeah, really. It's just kind of messed up.
1: <laughs> As the saying that Dad used to say, "You complain if you got hung with the new rope." <laughs> You can if you're being rescued from being hung with a new rope. So I, yeah. So I just watched a movie on Sam, Dad. And yeah. I was playing around with that wave pad, so we we'll talk about that later. Let's see what we got so next hard. on our agenda. Nudes. May holidays. Well,
0: it's holidays but, and then news, yeah. Happy holidays. May the calendar keep
1: ringing. Happy holidays! Yeah, I don't think there's an awful lot of May holidays this week. I know it's a bunch of food holidays, so prepare to uh, get your taste buds ready. Uh, yeah. Today, yeah. May 11th, Tuesday, it is National Eat What You Want Day. Mm. <laughs> Uh, it's also national third shift workers appreciation and i'm much confused by that because i worked at places where first shift started at from 11 night to 7 the morning shift third shift would have been the evening shift and then there's places where the first shift is the day shift and the third shift is the 11 to 3 shift or 11 night to 7 the morning shift so it depend on whether you work the night times or the evening Whichever you count as third shift, it's your day. <laughs> it's National Twilight Zone Day. Twilight,
0: doo, 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 put doo, in the doo, twilight doo, doo, zone, doo, yeah, doo, doo, doo,
2: doo.
1: <laughs> yeah, that day, May twelfth, Wednesday, National Limerick Day. Should we tell a limerick? <laughs> I, I can't money. think of any limerick. There once was a man from France. He didn't have on any pants. Yeah, <laughs> well, hmm. when he bent over, you could see his ants. <laughs> yeah, sure. If you um, only took a glance. <laughs> uh, it's also a national receptionist day uh, tomorrow on the uh, Wednesday, uh, May 13th, Thursday, Fair Trade Day uh, has to do with, Shopping, environment, finances—that kind of thing. I guess. Went to the fairs. <laughs> yeah, go to the also, fair and
0: trade. <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, it's also a national hummus day. Uh, mm. They have a day for that. <laughs> wow, I guess it needs it because it's like pretty flavorless. <laughs> to have more coffee. Fortunately, it is also National Apple Pie Day. So there we go. Ooh, that's better. Uh, national frog jumping day, so get out there and jump <laughs> like a frog, or the, the Mark Twain story, the jumping frog of Calabares County. Okay, yeah, uh, uh, it is also a national fruit cocktail day, so have some apple pie with your hummus and fruit cocktail and watch them frogs jump. Yeah, <laughs> frog leg day, yeah, yeah the, the frog in the wheelchair, or something, yeah, <laughs> uh, May 14th on Friday. National Buttermilk Biscuit Day. Mm. Mm. Now, last week on Friday, as I recall, it was National Dance. No, it was National No Pants Day.
0: No Pants Day. Uh, But this one, uh, uh, uh,
1: I was thinking there was a day where it was National Dance Day. But Friday is National Dance Like a Chicken Day.
0: (laughs) yeah that one yeah
1: um may 15th saturday national armed forces day this usually on a weekend um national astronomy day Uh, look
2: at the stars
1: um so was it? national day of family like a relationship kind of a thing day National Chocolate Chip Day. Mm. It is also National Peace Officers Day. Uh, m- oh, wait. P- Peace Officers Memorial Day. So that's a day that p- uh, police officers recognize their fallen cops. Peace uh, Officers. It's also National Whiskey Day. woo <laughs> Yeah. So while you're out there enjoying chocolate chips, drink a whiskey, uh, on your fallen excuse. cop. Yeah, Uh, May sixteenth on Sunday. All right, National Honor our LGBT Elders Day.
0: Uh, Elders,
1: uh, elders, (laughs) so uh, elderly people who happen to be LGBT, etc., etc. It's their day. You know, the week before we had Brothers and Sisters Day on Sunday. Then we had Mother's Day on Sunday. Now we have elderly. LGP, you know, day. I thought Brother's Day was yesterday. Uh, let's see, it is also National Mimosa Day. It's some kind of a liquor, mm-hmm.
0: it's yeah. uh, champagne you put in orange juice. It's Mimosa. also a
1: Jewish holiday. Um, S H A V U O T Shavuot. 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 Oh, kosher Dope. Kosher Dope Day. Hmm. Yeah. So while you're out there celebrating your, your kosher holiday, you can honor your gay grandma and grandpa.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> or or you know, so happy elderly Uncle Fred or something like that. Who knows? They're so happy. They're so yeah. gay. Happy <laughs> and gay. They're festive. Yeah. That's what that means.
0: Uh, finally to,
1: <laughs> to wrap up our week weekly look at holidays monday may 17th national walnut day <sighs> pack rat day tax day i thought tax day was April 15th
2: oh well, they, you know it they right did
1: move because it. of the corona they did move it back a month this year and the 15th fell on the weekend so monday is tax day okay we got it that confused me when I saw that. So those are the upcoming uh, holidays this week in May for
0: Pick a holiday and really enjoy it.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh goodness gracious.
1: Especially enjoy one
0: ho- every day.
1: Especially the food holidays.
0: Oh yeah. Apple pie and,
1: and hummus.
0: Chips, hummus, well. <laughs> it's edible it's supposed to be healthy for you so if you healthy
1: ch- chickpeas that are mashed up that's yeah. what it is
0: we got some in the refrigerator and it's probably pretty old
1: <laughs> so with uh, that behind us it is now time for news
0: yay who wants to go first
1: I have a story about here in May in London, they have built a large acrylic swimming pool that extends from one high-rise building to another, 118 feet off the ground, a swimming pool huh. in London. And a- what's that for? For like swimming in the middle of the... Of the air,
0: if you feel it's, like you uh, want to swim and fly at the same time, right?
1: <laughs> when you're swimming across, it looks like you're flying. Ah, it's like a bubble of water, hundreds of feet above the air. ground. It's like you're flying. And it's, so, uh, what does it look like if you're skinny dipping? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a
0: naked person up there flying between those buildings. Ah. They should put some fish in there. That'd really confuse them, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm the in fish. the water. Why do I see people down there? <laughs> it's got
1: four hundred and fifteen tons of water in it. The wow. water if it starts to leak. 415 <laughs> tons? Yeah. yeah. Well, here, here's something. Do the math. It's eight eight pounds a gallon. So listeners wow. out there, you can calculate that out and you'll see how many the gallons. It says. It is. That comes to 103,750 gallons.
2: Oh, thanks, David. Ruin it for the listeners.
1: Hey, they never write the show anyway. <laughs> Listen to the article. i my like, come on, tell you, I want to know how much water it's in it. <laughs> wow, that's it's, a
0: lot of water.
1: It's like 10 stories. I guess that'd be 10 stories off the ground. Yeah. So. Look up! Look in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. Oh so, oh so I, I wonder, can you dive into the pool from your hotel room or something? Weep. Oh no! I missed. <laughs> 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 I missed.
0: Oh, where is everybody? <laughs> I got some
1: black lines painted on the bottom up <laughs>
0: Yeah, for the the racing <laughs>
1: lane marks. <you> know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I don't know about That's- that crazy Uh, interesting (laughs) Bees are yep so there's one you got something jill
0: i do i got one about a 12 year old boy in winnetka illinois he made a ventilator using legos a ventilator a 12 year old boy it was a science project he didn't win first place but he is going to make more for. Uh, it was for... it was an
1: actual working ventilator, or just That's like what the
0: article said that it actually worked.
1: Yeah, I read it too. I go, I, how does
0: it work? I just I I, I don't, really don't even, even know how a ventilator that. works. So don't ask me. It just pumps air. So I'm assuming, of course, he had some kind of pump, and maybe just made the box to surround it with Legos. I don't hmm.
1: know. I have got a clue. and stuff that we can't really tell. <laughs> i made a helicopter out of lego's once but it wasn't like an actual (laughs) helicopter it was just you know lego is made into the shape of a helicopter
0: (laughs) yeah i remember our brother had a lego set that it was funny it turned it into when you built it it was a a gas station that said shell on it shell gas station and it didn't pump gas
1: (laughs) oh come on yeah well well, back in the day, whenever we were little, Legos—you just had a big box full of red bricks. You didn't have all these fancy schmancy Star Wars and and other things people build these days. Yep,
0: I remember Grandma had them at her house, little mm-hmm. red bricks.
1: But yeah. anyway, my uh, story here involves an explosion at a gender reveal party. several towns oh wow now remember last year they had a a gender reveal party they had fireworks and it kicked off one of the big old forest fires out there in california this time it's happening in kingston new hampshire Uh, one new hampshire family's gender reveal party ended up with explosions that damaged houses and it could be heard across state lines wow yeah wow <laughs> like, everybody knew these? if they were having
0: a girl or a boy
1: no <laughs> yeah. uh, police had received reports about this explosion and people acknowledged that they were having a gender reveal potter party using explosives uh, the explosive is something called tannerite and what it's used for is exploding targets uh, now generally i'll tell you take the post from the story tannerite uh, i looked it up uh, you know how e- uh, epoxy works you have like a hardener and then you have this these two tubes you squeeze them together and then you blend right. them, you stir them up and then it becomes you know, epoxy it hardens up well tannerite is much the same way it has two inert ingredients that don't explode but once you mix them then it becomes explosive and even after you mix them, it's fairly stable. It takes something like, I don't know, 2,000 pounds of pressure to make it go boom. And so that's why it's used in targets, because, you know, a gunshot will make it explode. Uh, in fact, a handgun probably won't, but a rifle will. Uh, and so you generally use about four ounces or so of of tannerite, and you, you know, put on your your target and you you, with your rifle you get about you know 100 yards 200 yards away and you shoot it and make it go boom the way you know it hit your target right this is the way it's supposed to work Hmm. and remember four ounces on the target right yeah they had 80 pounds (laughs) of this explosive and the wonder. I mean, they took it to a rock quarry and they thought, "Oh, rock quarry, it'll be safe. It'll be you know a good place to set off explosives." And they did, and it it literally ruined uh, people's cracks and foundations. And people thought there was an earthquake.
0: Wow! <laughs> they were overachievers. <laughs>
1: I guess so. But eighty pounds, man. That's a yeah. That's a heck of a lot of explosives. I mean, yeah. You would you would think uh, like you said, four ounces is all you need to make your target go boom. <laughs>
0: it's like what I was
1: said when I told Keith on the phone. You know, was, uh, in the in the army, I was uh, uh, in the combat engineers, and we got called out. We had a two hundred pound limit you, know, you couldn't set off more than two hundred pounds, and so we were just we we're going out with EOD, which is the explosive and ordnance, you know, people. And uh, we we're clearing these, this farmer's field from World War II. You know, the—I mean, it wasn't it in World War II; it was in the 1980s. But still, in the 1980s, he didn't find the sex toy that he found an <laughs> they, they, uh, they had these—they uh, had these uh, farmers that still have unexploded ordinances out there, and so they called us. We went out there. We're clear—you know—go to clear and stuff. We found a few, and so we set off some—you know some wired them up, you know, use some Bangalore torpedoes as they're called and, you know, some debt cord. And we went to blow up the ordinance. Well, we didn't know that there was an underground bunker full of ordnance, explosives huh? wow. from world war II <laughs> under the field. And when we blew that up, Oh my gosh. Well, we got yelled at, we got griped at for Miles around it broke windows and people's houses and stuff. <laughs> I don't know exactly. It was a, over a whole 200 bunker pounds full of explosives. Wow, it was over a way over 200 pounds of explosives going on. Oh, around. I bet. Set up a mushroom cloud and everything. <laughs> and I had pictures of it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, hey, you're called out there to do a job, you just right. helped. Yes, you do. You can't help we You didn't have it mapped out. <laughs> we did that a couple of times. You know, speaking of all that and explosives and stuff. We've had some fun okay. in the day with the explosives, but this is the time to get into it. Yeah, uh, That's one other... thing with
0: the military though. You have places you do that, don't you? Like designated usually. Yeah, there's um,
1: usually designated ranges where you have training areas. Explosives. Sure, but sometimes you have places like farmer's fields. You know? Well, Especially in Europe because the whole European continent was a war zone back in World War II, so you, yeah. you probably would have exploded. They could easily have got tilled up, you know, once or twice or a few times over the years, and they would say, oh my gosh, what's this? Uh, you know, sometimes people get blown up accidentally, but that's how they find them. Maybe that farmer just was too lazy to plow his field that year, and he knew <laughs> knew about that bunker. I'm just glad the Army not do this for me. <laughs> <sighs> Thanks for plowing my field, guys.
0: Well, my my next story, talking about farmers, if you guys are done with your blowing up stuff, my next story is about a bull that escaped uh, the trailer that the farmer had him in. He took him to the vet, this bull, because he had a hoof injury, and the bull got out of the trailer and decided he was going to, I guess, walk back home so he didn't (laughs) have to see the vet. But uh, this happened <laughs> not in there. Illinois also. I'm it's okay, so sure doctor. I, I feel
1: better. Now. I'm going to walk home.
0: Oh. See ya. This happened actually in Taylorville. That's where this happened at.
1: Taylorville, and, uh, Illinois?
0: Taylor- Taylorville, Illinois. Oh, wow. And uh, so the animal control Un- was trying to capture this bull.
1: Unsecured and bull.
0: it, it <laughs> uh, charged them a couple times, but they finally got him lassoed and they tied his lasso, his rope, to the hitch of their truck and made him walk back to the vet <laughs> Now on, I'm boy. sure it must be okay to do that with a bull but I wouldn't try doing that with a dog tying him to your bumper or your hitch and making them walk back you might forget they're back there and pull them <laughs> <laughs> woof woof, so woof. <laughs> uh,
1: if the bull didn't want to go you'd you'd be like come on bull you know that truck <laughs> Well yeah. I mean, you know, Taylorville's not all that far from here. That's it's, what
0: I was thinking. I thought it, that was it's really Just south
1: one. of Springfield, just a little bit.
0: Yeah. And yeah. it's like, well, if that's Taylorville, Illinois, I'm gonna do that story for sure. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah something there, or maybe there's some skid marks on the road from the bolt <laughs> or
0: probably sat down. Was, I don't
1: want to go. This is ground beef. <laughs> I have another swimming pool story. Yeah. Uh in Naperville, Florida, a woman was watching as a black bear ripped a hole through her fence and went in and jumped in her swimming pool and just swimming around. He must have heard <laughs> about the, the moose that moose we had a couple weeks ago, hop in the pool. Kick him back in the pool. Yeah. It was like the bear in Tennessee down in the hot tub. You know? Yeah, So she she was going to get her fence fixed. You know, while the bear swam around for a while. She watched the bear swim around. She's going to call Animal control. It's so cute. She just watched it swear. <laughs> it got out, shook off, and left. And so she's like, huh, okay. And so she was a few days later, she was going to get somebody to fix her fence. And she was getting ready to go outside, and the bear came back. And she, she had so much fun. that wanted to do it again. <laughs> Yeah, I guess so. And she, she let her let told all the buddies. It was, a, it was a different bear. <laughs> yeah. She let this go on for a little while. You know, for almost a month, this bear would come back almost every day and take a dip in her pool. And a little bit of just- Irish spring. So <laughs> a little bit. I wonder if she had a water slide, too.
0: <laughs> that would have been funny. See the bear go down the slide off the diving board or something. So a, any
1: bear sized baby roots in the bottom of her pool, does she?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> there's a lot of bear stories. I mean, we've had a bear recently in the St. Louis area. Was it, so they l-
0: captured it on the news. They talked did about they? it yesterday. Yeah, I, I was going to
1: mention that as a headline <laughs> is uh, that black bear in St. Louis. Oh, okay, well, yeah. But,
0: they did capture it and they took it south of St. Louis. They said a couple hours and released it. And I was like, Take it to the zoo. It's just going to come back.
1: Yeah, well, maybe. Probably not. It depends. But I thought I don't it was know, funny because they, they shot it and tranquilized it, and the bear climbed up in the trees. Like, I got to get from the cops. I'm a black bear. The cops are chasing me. They're tranquilized. Me. Uh, black bear ladders. Somebody else. matter. <laughs> get off the tree. We'll step on your neck. Uh, yeah. Get off my neck. Get off my neck. I can't breathe. Stay away from my tree. I feel woozy. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I uh, 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 wonder if they caught it. I'm, I'm sure they would have by now. But yeah, yeah. interesting. Well, I don't have any animal stories, but I do have a story about a man who had his finger severed and then was arrested. Oh uh, wow! He had his finger cut off. He got to arrest the guy. But as it turns out, there in Maricopa, Arizona, uh, authorities arrested him because he severed his finger after slashing the tires of his ex-girlfriend.
0: Her car. He must have cut it off while he, or cut his finger while he was slashing. Yeah, he
1: was slashing the tires, cut off his finger. Uh, the cops arrived, and uh, they found a blood trail. They followed the guy. The guy had you know, t- has finger cut off and took him to the hospital. Or took him mm. to jail, I guess. But, so. Wow. But uh, the woman had found the finger after she found tires slashed on one side of her car. Uh, apparently, uh, she and her husband had gone to a neighbor's home that was having a little party going on. And A male neighbor joined in, uninvited, and became drunk and disorderly, um, pushing her and her husband, threatening them, and so forth. Uh, And so for some reason, I guess guess it wasn't the ex-boyfriend, but somebody showed up uninvited, drunk and disorderly to a party, got unruly, and for some reason decided to take it out on them by slashing their tire and his finger.
0: (laughs) I don't need this finger anymore. I think I'll just cut it (laughs) off. (laughs) <laughs> dumb crooks yeah uh, and that left behind a little bit too much evidence so that they could find that guy and
1: talk about leaving fingerprints behind <laughs> yeah, fingerprints. <laughs> yeah the whole thing I'm using it <laughs> I got a I got a, a story apparently this takes place I think it said Bur- in Birmingham England it's over in England where mm-hmm. They've got stupid cows over there too. But
0: oh, mad cows. <laughs> mad cows,
1: yeah, that's what right they're familiar with over there. Mad cow. The guy went to the grocery store and he's getting out of his car, and the guy said, Be careful, watch out. And the people in the grocery store are looking outside, and there's a cow walking through the parking lot. And it was Attempting it, walked up to the grocery store and t- attempted to try to get inside. <laughs>
0: Libby ate some milk, it was, he was going in to visit his uh relatives It got turned into hamburger into butcher counter. Yeah, <laughs>
1: and, <laughs> and, and I miss so, you, and
0: Sarah. Uh,
1: <laughs> the guy says, Look out, and, you know, and, and the it charged at him a couple times, and so it's like, Well, I was trying to figure out in the story. Of, if it was a cow or a bull, you know, because Jill's bull. Well, if they were in Spain, they could have had a bullfight right there in the parking lot. Right. It's like, <laughs> cow stepped up and the doors open and it tried to go in and then those shut and got stuck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid cows! <laughs> Turning myself into the butcher. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, we we had stories about where uh, a cow has escaped the stockyard or the yeah the stockyards. This is a cow wanting to turn itself into the butcher. <laughs> cow suicide. Cow suicide. Suicide <laughs> by <a> butcher shop. <laughs> some burgers and steaks. I want to leave some milk first. Oh wait, I'm a bull.
0: Uh, uh, That's funny. Uh, uh.
1: You got, you got another one to keep um oh i do have one uh it says <laughs> hold on a 240 pound fish age 100 caught in the wow. detroit river I, thought, wow. I, gotta, I gotta do this one because Jill had that story about the what 20 year old fish yeah, and this is a hundred-year-old fish. I'm like, wow!
0: Wow! So, how do they know how old these fish are?
1: Yeah, you were saying. I uh, wonder how you they know how old the fishes are. Well, this story actually will tell, at least in the case of this fish, how they know. Um, in Detroit, um, what a two hundred and forty-pound sturgeon. Uh, more than 100 years old, was caught in the D- Detroit River uh, by yeah. the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Uh, the real-life river monster was nearly seven feet long. Wow. Um, the, uh, <laughs> based on its girth and size, it is assumed to be a female and that she has been roaming the waters for over 100 years. So they, they base it on how big around they are and oh. I guess combined with their length uh, that they can tell. Uh, she was quickly released back into the river after being weighed and measured. Uh, the typical lifespan is 55 years for a male sturgeon and 75 to 100 years for a female according to uh, national, uh, natural resource people. Uh, this fish was caught near gross isle near detroit uh, while conducting a sturgeon study uh, frozen round goby a tasty snack was used for a bait uh on the long line in the river it took about six minutes to get the fish into the boat with a net now i read all that oh one more line here before i comment uh, I felt the fish thumping on the line as it got closer. It just got bigger and bigger. One of the fishermen, I'm going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> and, but I, I read all those details because it almost makes it sound like attention, the fisherman. This is how you catch a fish like this. You go out to <laughs> a gross aisle and you use this kind of a bait, it takes six minutes to get the fish in. But the thing is, as the article goes on, it does say that sturgeon, you, you have to have a license to catch them. You can only catch one a year, and they have to be within a certain size range. It didn't say what the size range was in the article. And anything you catch in the Detroit River has to be catch and release. Huh. So those are a few details. So even though the article is giving all these this is the bait to use and this is the techniques the, they, they won't let you keep it because <laughs> they're, <'cause> they're contaminated <laughs> it could be oh. if the Detroit River is like the Chicago River
2: <laughs>
1: huh. very well I, I, I think I may have another story but I'm going to stop with that one
2: I got,
0: okay. uh, I got one more I got one it's about a zebra yeah. a mad zebra that escaped a truck another truck animal escape escape from the truck yes and it escaped in north carolina and it wandered the streets of the city and that was by a school and so everybody was being warned to watch out for this mad zebra i don't know mad what I was, mad zebra. Uh, was it black or was it white maybe that's why it was mad i didn't know <laughs>
1: yeah it, it, it could but make the- up its mind was Black Lives Matter. The thing Matter, that caught
0: my eye or... too about this article is it happened near Highway 111 in North Carolina, and I wondered: if we have Highway 111 here. Does that go all the way to North Carolina? Uh, no. I wonder: is it the same road?
1: I, d- I doubt it. Goes north south. I have a a story. It's a world record story. No, it's not David Rush. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It takes place in Utah. It's got a guy, Dallas. Let me get their names here. It's uh, Dallas Anderson and John Paluka, were two weirdos who decided to break a world's record by launching a marshmallow 225.10 feet. Uh, apparently, I, I'm picturing this like on a golf course, maybe, you <laughs> know, but yeah. the, marshmallow just, for a golf ball. The <laughs> guy, they shoot it with a slingshot, ah. and the other guy is downrange and catches it in his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> he's standing in front of a target behind his head. <laughs> Watch well, the marshmallow, I'll catch it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Yeah. Oh, man. That guy cheated. He put a golf ball in it. Oh, smack. smack. <laughs> Knocks his teeth out or something. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a marshmallow. Yeah, I, I kind of thought that sh- would shoot it up in the air to see how high up it would go. But it, it kind of makes more sense to shoot it like what you described. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, wow. and they got in trouble for doing that? No, they just broke the world oh, broke that's record. Oh, it's right. World record. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they have a video of it on YouTube. I uh, can't put a link on here. <laughs> no, well, we could if I if you could send me the link, I could link it on the show notes. But I'm not gonna. Yeah. <laughs> Look,
0: people find it for themselves. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Why make it easy? <laughs> um,
0: Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. We have cleaners. We have clothing. We have body wash and bubble bath. Toothbrush and toothpaste. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www. At your Avon dot com front slash T Hogan health late. That is front slash T H O G A N H E L T S L E Y.
1: Thank you. Then uh, let's move on to our top 10. What kind of a top 10 does Terry have for us today? Let me switch over to my other earbud here. I have mm. a top ten list of foods that were accidentally invented. Mm. Mm. So
0: let me make sure I'm
1: still in the right place here. And they were
0: accidentally eaten too. I bet.
1: <laughs> this reminds me of that old movie, Yours, Mine, and Ours, with Lucille Ball and I think Henry Fonda, and had all those kids.
2: Mm-hmm. And the one
1: little boy's like. One day I had to invent the oatmeal sandwich because I didn't have time to eat at home, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> and it showed a kid putting oatmeal on, the, on bread. Out the door. I could go through the list and just say what it is, or I could give a little description as we well. Could, we could describe them, oh, sure. Okay, number ten, popsicles. Well, that's not an accident. Popsicles. <laughs> yeah, that was. Well, it, okay. uh, in 1905, there's a little boy who's 11 years old, and Frank. Uh, I'm trying to remember to get to his last name here. Epson. Epson. Mm-hmm. Uh, come on, where's? He? In 1905, he 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 sent off for this soda making kit they used to have those where you could like make your own soda pop
2: hmm.
1: so he had stirred up the concoction and it was kind of chilly that evening and so he actually he left it sit outside and it got below freezing and it froze and he left a stick in it right and he left the stick in it and so <clears throat> he uh pulled it out in the morning and started licking on it and so,
0: popsicles were invented
1: <laughs> and with with real pop that he made himself
0: yeah
1: now i, I remember best. doing that as kids we of course we put the Kool-Aid in the little tupperware popsicle maker the- thingies we put different stuff we, i remember we went up with iced tea before juice had, and you know, orange juice chocolate pudding <laughs> uh, chocolate pudding makes a and- really good popsicle doing that yeah. and then uh, he he called it the Epsicle and he sold them to Started selling them to his neighbors and then in uh, nineteen twenty, because he's this started this in nineteen oh five. Nineteen twenty he he patented it and starts and changed the name to Popsicles
2: mm-hmm.
1: in the nineteen twenties. Um, and so let's see. Number nine is the chocolate chip cookie.
0: Huh. Mm, I'm glad that was accidentally invented. That's one of my favorites. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> and and uh, I get the latest name who actually gets credit for it. Uh, Gertrude Tollhouse. Uh, <laughs> <well, and that, laughs> invented a Tollhouse cookie. <laughs> that was actually it was actually at they had an inn, and that was actually called Tollhouse. It was the Tollhouse Inn but the lady's name wasn't elf you know <laughs> <laughs> keebler <laughs> she she had made chocolate cookies and she ran out of baker's chocolate and so she had some nestle's chocolate and she figured she would break it up in little pieces little chips and put it in with the batter and it would melt and make and make it into a chocolate cookie nope made chocolate chip cookies
2: hmm.
1: and so and the rest is history yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I, I knew Toll House was a hotel that was famously connected with them, but I didn't know all the backstory there. That was in 1930. You know, they have so it's only been just you know that. Hmm. less than 100 years old, right? right. Yeah. And uh, number eight, number eight is ice cream cone. Yeah, <laughs> in uh 1904, around the time of the world's fair a vendor ran out of little cups to put his ice cream in. And so he went over to this baker who happened to have some leftover waffles. And so he, they rolled it up in such a way to where it would hold some ice cream and voila, there you go. uh, the The story I heard about that is before the ice cream cone, they used to make them into ice cream sandwiches but because of the heat in the World's Fair, the ice cream melted too fast, and so they rolled the waffle up from the ice cream sandwich. I could, could be mistaken. Yeah. I, I could be mistaken. Yeah, maybe it could be a little bit of both. Uh, but yeah, they, they were invented at the Saint Louis 1904 World's Fair.
0: Cool. Saint Louis is known for waffle cones. Then I guess they
1: invented ice cream cones.
0: Yeah. Number
1: seven is the sandwich. The sandwich. Hmm. It was
0: accidentally invented.
1: Yeah. In the 1700s, the Earl of Sandwich, Montague, Um. (laughs) John, John Montague was his name. He was the fourth Earl of Sandwich, was his official title. The Earl of Sandwich. And he liked to play, he liked to play cards. He was a gambler. And he, had told his servants to bring him. He wanted something to eat that he didn't have to use any utensils. So he said, bring him some bread and some lettuce and onions and pickles and put it all in the bread with mustard. And yeah. Well, out, I'm sure it. it didn't happen quite that way. It was probably just a chunk of meat on a big chunk of bread, of, but who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Number six is Tofu, yuck! Ah, yeah, well, they could stop inventing that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it says here that uh, in this legend, it says that the an ancient Chinese cook accidentally dropped a dropped a piece of. I was spelling across it because I thought it was. I thought it said hickory, but it's not. It was niggery, n-i-g-e-r-i, or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Is, but not that, fell in, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. that fell into a pot of soybean milk, and it curdled it, and voila, there you go, tofu. Yuck. Yeah. Well, hmm. never ate it myself. Don't want to eat it. No. <laughs> um, all you well, vegetarians I, it, enjoy. it seemed like we've <laughs> actually had it before here. I don't remember how we acquired it, but if you make it right, it's it, it's not all that bad. Hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: Number five is potato chips. Yeah, I knew that one was an accident. Potato chips. They The guy wanted some potatoes. Thinner, 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 thinner. The guy sliced them so thin and dropped them in the grease and well, potato chips. Back in the day, they would serve potatoes. Uh, you can get them thin sliced, like you know, like you we would call it hash browns today, where you would take your potato when you you know thin it really, or slice it really thin and you fry it up in the skillet. And the guy kept complaining they were too thick. And the chef finally got up, upset with the guy. It's like how thin do you want them? And he just literally took a potato peeler or something and he just <laughs> the thinnest possible with width, and like Terry said, he just deep fried it. And yeah. The guy's like,
0: This is it, potato chips. I'm happy.
1: <laughs> but the, the chef did it to kind of be contentious and say, I'll show you how then I can make these things. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't like them. They'd be too crispy.
0: I thought maybe it was because they had a big family Whoever invented them and had to really feed a lot of people so yeah. they made them really thin so they could stretch that one potato farther.
1: <laughs> could be. Well, that would be a good way to do that. <laughs> and uh, number okay. Where was I? At? Okay, let me go back. I think you're at
0: four. Five, four yeah.
1: or five. Well, I can. Uh, number four, cornflakes.
0: What's that? You had broken up a little bit. Cornflakes?
1: cornflakes. Cornflakes. Okay. Number four is cornflakes. Um, the Kellogg brothers were trying to, and, and they were trying to make bread and they put the grain and they made they it wanted really a thin. really thin bread huh? right it was really thin <laughs> and they they dropped it actually dropped it on the floor and it broke into little pieces and they picked it up and ate it and said hey this tastes pretty good oh. hmm. and cornflakes
0: if you step on it you may be a serial killer yeah wah, wah, wah. <laughs> yeah and, let's see
1: number 3 is slurpees they were accidentally invented, similar hmm. to the popsicle, I believe. You know. um, in the 1950s, they came into being in the 1950s. <clears throat> Excuse me. What was their accident? Um, I'm trying to get to the. Uh, it didn't
0: get quite so cold, so they didn't freeze as hard as a popsicle, and they became slushy.
1: <laughs> it. Uh, he he owned the guy owned the Dairy Queen and the, the, the shake machines. He he stuck bottles of soda in the freezer because the soda fountain wasn't working real good. Hmm. And then, uh, he he sold the concoction, it wasn't quite frozen all the way, but just a little bit, and so he sold it as you know, as a drink, and that's how they came into being. Oh, I, I thought maybe hey, because you know the the shake machines or ice cream machines, you put you know I guess milk ingredients into. I thought maybe right. hey, you put like soda into the soda ice cream machine there. by mistake, because right. that would make a little bit of sense because kind of the way you make slushies is that's as, how they are. The as, as, you, as they're freezing, you you have a, a paddle right. that keeps them moving so they don't entirely freeze, but they have you know, the right. crystals in them. And that might be what it what happened, you know, shortly thereafter. But yeah, possibly. Who knows? Um, number two, yeah, three is slurpees. Two is dippin' dots. Hmm. Now, I don't even know what those are. <laughs> They're like little tiny dots of of ice milk, basically. I, I was thinking of, they were the things that was on the paper. You know, this big long sheet of paper. The, yeah, the well they're they're there. about that size of a dot, but but yeah, those are little sugar dots and dipping dots is like ice milk It's in the little shape of a dot.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I think I know what you're talking. The ice cream store sells yeah, little, like okay.
1: little It's not ice cream though, it's ice milk usually. Oh they came in they came into being dipping dots originated in nineteen eighty-eight by a microbiologist. <laughs> He was trying to dip, to dip little tiny microscopic dips of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> this tiny ice cream dipper. <laughs> he was trying to figure out how to feed cows faster with less ingredients, <laughs>
2: huh.
1: and and they came up with these pellets, and that's how they came into being. The dipping Dots. Go, oh, okay, Dippin'
0: Dots is actually cow food.
1: <laughs> yeah. Was supposed to be. Supposed to be. Cattle. So. Well, I, I think what what it was is they used that same process that they used on the cattle feed and they applied it to ice cream. They didn't use ice cream to feed cows, I'm sure.
0: I wouldn't think so either. Uh, but it sounded funny.
1: Well, <laughs> the first, the other ingredients were something different. He said that, but because it turned out the way that it did, then he used, uh, uh, he discovered he could use the same method with, with ice cream and made it into a human food. Right. Ah. Some kind of grain. That <laughs> that's used. what I thought. Is they don't use the cattle feed. They just use the process to make it into a dot form. Well,
0: now, I'll it tell was you, funny. Di- people dots, were eating cow food.
1: <laughs> <laughs> dipping dots tastes pretty good. But, they, but man, it'll give you brain freeze like nobody's business because... Those little dots, has they increase the surface area. And so you have more coldness going into your mouth. And more coldness means more brain freeze faster.
0: faster. <laughs> the grandkids eat them. I don't think I've ever had them before, but now we're going to yeah. have to try them.
1: I, I've never really found them except for in, in a mall, but uh, you know, ice cream shops in the mall. Yeah. And number one, number one, Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola was accidentally invented in 1886 by a man. He was a veteran, and he was injured, and he was addicted to morphine, and he wanted to make something to drink. You know, he wanted to, he liked the, the morphine and so he used cocaine and he put it into this mixture and it tasted a lot better to drink and it became Coca-Cola. Yeah. Huh. Now I don't know if that's where it all started, but back in the days of soda fountains, they would often administer headache medicines that way. You would get like a, a like an aspirin powder. And you put it into a glass with soda water and stir it up. And, and sodas were actually originally headache medicine, right? Huh. But then they added syrup to them, made them sweeter. And like ketchup was originally sold as a medicine. <laughs> really? Yeah, it was the cake oil once. You know, people they tried to market it as medicine. Ketchup huh. came out. <laughs> Yeah, it heals your hot dogs. <laughs> have some ketchup and some Coca-Cola. <laughs> well, uh, do we have any weird words? Weird words, we do.
0: Another word out of you and out you go. We do have some weird words. The first word is Womble. What? W- <laughs> w- W-A-M-B-L-E.
1: Weebles wobble, but we don't fall down. That's all I'm to say.
0: <laughs> it's kind of what it means. It means to move in a stumbling manner. So I suppose <gasps> that could be sort of like that. All right,
2: well, hmm. That's my <laughs> This <is> next <laughs> word
0: is jack and ape. It's J-A-C-K-E-N-A-P-E. Jack and ape.
1: Jack and ape. Jack <laughs> is, is wearing an been. ape suit. <laughs> jack is going ape the crazy jack you got to you got to an ape and a jack in the box and they, it's an ape in the jumbo, box a jumbo jack a jack that
0: that means a hooligan so i guess uh oh. somebody underhanded maybe the
1: happy hooligan like hooligan. the big yellow smiley face you hooligan yeah somebody up to no good apparently
0: yeah the next word is now it says the way my phone said it was jingly form, but it's G instead of a J. Mm-hmm. So it could be g- giggly. Gig
1: giggly g- form.
0: G-I-N-G-L-Y g- F-O-R-M. Get giggly. Could be giggly form. Giggly form. form. That's Ging- that thing hanging down in the back
1: of your throat. No, oh, no. <laughs> well see a new gingridge uh in a form fitted. Speedo, I don't know.
0: <laughs> it means hinged shaped, which I'm not real the sure shape I Shape of a I, hen, huh? Shape of a hinge, ging giggle- gingly form.
1: You're saying a hen like a chicken? You look like a like chicken.
0: A oh. door hinge. Oh
1: what. a hinge-, hinge. Oh, okay. Huh. Well that's nah, I was pivots, right. I guess. Maybe you said head like a chicken.
0: <laughs> nah. <laughs> This next word is F A R D, fard.
1: That's what gas. you do when you have a cold and you pass gas. <laughs> Excuse me, people. I farted. Okay, okay, no, I farted.
0: Farted. I came up with this word, but this word means face painting. So if you're ever at a fair and you get your face painted, oh, you I were just fart? farted on.
1: Let me fart on you, okay? Come here. <laughs> well, you know, you whenever we, I, we were kids, we got to visit uh, Aunt Doris. I can say an anchor. She's passed away now. She mm-hmm. says, oh, look at all those freckles. Were you walking too close behind the cow? <laughs> no!
0: You were farted on.
1: <laughs> no. That's where those freckles came from. I was farted on by a cow. <laughs> the
0: next word I got is bumper shoot." B-U-M-B-E-R. It's an umbrella. Hey, how'd you know?
1: Because <laughs> because on 101 Dalmatians, there's a scene where the, the dogs in the junkyard are t- talking about, I forget, and the one dog says, that's
0: my bumper shoot. Huh.
1: And he had an umbrella. Like,
0: I, I didn't know that. I'm going to have to watch it again now. But yep, yeah, that's It was it
1: voiced is. by I want to say uh, George Lindsay was the one dog, and, oh, man, the guy from Green Acres. I can't think of his name. The guy who was the the, the salesman that always tried to j- jip everybody out of money. Mr. Drucker? No, no the other guy, Mr. Haney. Oh. I can't think
0: of the guy's name. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, Mr. Haney is the one who had the, the bumper shoot.
0: I don't remember that, but you you got that right on the you knew it. What yeah. about this one? Prong king, P-R-O-N-K-I-N-G. Pronking. Uh
1: that that's the, the prom the queen plum. state.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so that sounds
0: like to me, Prong king. But it's an N, not an M. P-R-O-N, Prong King,
1: king. king Kong <laughs> <King Kong's laughs> State. King Kong State. Queen Kong's date. Somebody <laughs> that's good at playing ping pong, I guess.
0: Huh? Um, this word means jumping high into the air. Pranking. Wow, there you go. When yeah, you're I on the trampoline, ball. you jump. You you pranking when you're on a trampoline. <laughs> yeah. And then my last word is lollygag, and I'm sure you guys have heard that. Oh, Put your lollygag. <laughs> yeah, stop lollygagging. Yo, fart.
1: So goof- goofing off, basically.
0: Yeah. Goofing off, being lazy. Slowly or goof off. Definitely uh, not. That's my so list many, of words for this week.
1: My mouth farted. Uh, yeah. So you
0: guys will have to let us know if you ever use any of these words throughout the week. <laughs> yeah,
1: mm, that would be interesting. Uh, well, let's uh, move things on along here so we can squeeze everything in before we get booted off of Zoom again. Uh, our anchor topic uh, this week um, was supposed to be low vision, but I thought um, we don't. I don't really have awful lot to say about it, and I'm sure you guys don't either. So I figure we'll skip over it. But if listeners out there need to know more about it, ask a question, and if we don't know, we'll definitely research it and get back with you. Yeah. So. The area that I do want to talk about would be like computers and technology. Descriptive, now, audio. <laughs> huh? descriptive audio. Descriptive okay. audio. Well, let's go with that. What about descriptive audio? It's, we need it. We need it.
0: Um, um, I was checking
1: out. There's a, like I started to say in our earlier starting point, there's a web page out there Which falls with technology on the internet? There's a page. It's called Saratech. It's we call it Samnet because that was what it was originally, but it's changed names. It's even under new management now, and uh, I just can't remember their new name. They go with new on or something. Anyway, but it's a site. They have a lot of descriptive movies and TV shows and with descriptive audio. It's got the movie. The MP3 audio track, but there's no. I think I lost everybody. Backstory on that. Oh, there we go. I lost there for a little second. The no first oh, still here. And so, um, I couldn't watch it the other day. So I was like, "Well, I downloaded HBO Max." app because HBO Max supposedly is the only one of HBO channels that has the descriptive audio, but even on the HBO Max, they still don't have it on all the programming because I was like, huh, I've never watched The Sopranos before. I could go back and binge watch that show, but it's not descriptive. So it's like, oh, right. Uh.
0: Well, I listened to a podcast and they say they're changing it to, from descriptive video, descriptive what we used to call it. Now it's going to be called audio descriptive programming. I think is the word ADP. Mm. Cause I listened to a podcast. They don't sponsor us, but it's called uh picture this. And they talk to a lot of people that actually do the, the uh, voiceover or the right. audio descriptive. And it's pretty interesting. Uh, they're, mm. they're fairly new. They haven't been out too long.
1: Right now, I don't know why they would, be, would change the name unless it would help get, get it out there into the industry better. I don't know. Um, I started something about SamNet, but now I can't know what it was now.
0: Sorry. <laughs> um,
1: no. Oh, I know what it was. They, they started out as being a free online screen reader. So if you didn't have technology or money to afford voice, you could just log on to SamNet. And it was a self-voicing web page, and it would just run... And then act as a screen reader. But then they also made it into a big community where you have
0: um, chat rooms, talking talk. chat
1: rooms and talking different news ways to and hang sports out with people.
0: The weather, they have all kinds uh, of stuff.
1: You could read the Porch. news there. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of different areas. But getting back to the topic of the descriptive audio, uh, I, I guess you know, it used to be that Whoever the the FCC, I think, ordered the like TV and movie industry about 20 years ago, that they had to put out so many hours of primetime programming and so many hours of uh, descriptive audio, and they they complained it just cost too much money. They dragged their feet and they barely did less than the minimum. And uh, finally, it's starting to catch up. And there are sometimes shows where you'll be able to catch the descriptive track. But because it took so long to implement the uh, second audio programming channel, SAP, which is uh, set, set aside for that. Yeah, the Spanish language and foreign language people got a hold that, hey, we can use this and make it uh, be bilingual. And so now a lot, a lot of times it's hit or miss. You'll get Spanish, you would get the descriptive, uh, all because the uh, entertainment industry dragged their feet on that. Uh, however, there's one industry that uh, jumped all over descriptive audio. You know what that industry is? Movies? The porn movie industry. Oh, no. We don't know that. <laughs> You go, and i only know this because someone who's on this podcast who is not a female uh, (laughs) told me about this website where you go and they have all this for the blind yeah that board for the blind so i i don't i don't endorse it or recommend it this host uh, here this host here heard that originally from sister Uh uh-oh yeah, we excited. know i didn't think it you would even the, know of that jill it was on the right. matilda ziegler yeah, it was magazine. On a
0: magazine or something Matilda Ziegler magazine
1: it. had put it out porn for the blind it's but, really silly but, but you can go there and pretty much all the all the movies they have they have descriptive because hey it may be too expensive for mainstream but hey they're all over it in the porn industry they'll but I guess there's not a lot there of are describing more more to do. more and movies coming
0: out all the time <laughs> with that audio descriptive now.
1: Yeah, and you I watch I have them an all, app huh? on
0: my phone. I have one called Spectrum Access, an app that I actually heard from this podcast that I mentioned earlier, and it will link with the movie that's playing if they have it. I wish they had more movies. They, they're fairly new. They used to be. Mm-hmm, what was it? What was it they used to be? Um, yeah, I don't know. I can't think of it now, but they merged together with Shazam? this other company. Huh? Are
1: you talking about Shazam?
0: No. No, it, it was um, called Inspector something different. Access was View. I think that's what it was. That sounds but familiar. You- oh, that,
1: that thing? That's you go in African and food. if you have
0: a movie on and you look for it at this website, you have to download it and it says sync with the TV or if you're at the theater, but you need an earbud so you don't uh, bother other people uh it'll right. sync it, with it and it stays it, it in uses your
1: microphone just long enough to see what what audio it's playing in the movie it's like okay you're just this, <sighs> this far into it and then it'll synchronize yeah. the descriptive track. Right?
0: the yeah. only bad thing is if you're watching a mission impossible movie where it's really quiet for most of the movie <laughs> it yeah. takes a little longer to sync because which quiet part are we at <laughs> yeah I really like using that. If there's a movie on and it doesn't have descriptive, I'll check that out to see if I can find it there
1: and sync with it. Yeah, descriptive audio can definitely be a a big helper to let you know what's happening on the screen. I mean, a lot of times you can kind of pick up uh, from the dialogue or from the sound effects what's happening, but once in a while there's some subtle nuances, and it's like you. if somebody would didn't tell you, you would never know. Yeah. One example I'm thinking of oh, it's the movie where the kid says, I see dead people. The Sixth, Sixth Sense. sense. Yeah. yeah. Now you you can actually follow that movie and, and you get into it and you know the, the guy is trying to help the kid and he, he sees dead people and so forth. But one thing you, you don't pick up on, unless there's a descriptive track, is. The guy is wearing the same clothes all throughout the whole movie. He, he's, he's in a tuxedo. And it's the same tuxedo that he was killed in. Hmm. And so he, he himself is a dead person. Spoiler alert. Sorry. If you haven't seen it <laughs> it's only like 20 years old. So But
2: yeah, <laughs> if you
1: haven't seen it, and the one that describes that to you, you can, you can follow the movie, but sometimes it's like you don't catch that and it would help you understand what's going on if you saw right
0: but even sometimes when they're describing it they don't always describe everything that's happening because i'm thinking it was a cartoon and i forget which cartoon it was like a disney cartoon but uh some books were on the shelf and something happened and the books fell off and hit this whatever in the head and it didn't des- didn't say that in the describer, but my husband told me and I was like, Oh, well that's why this I think it was a blob. I think it might have been Hotel Transylvania or something. I don't remember. Mm-hmm but they need to describe more. And one time I was watching one and instead of describing what was going on, they said, it and now he's screaming. And I was like, you know, we can hear Yeah. I him can screaming. kind of tell that
1: <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> the, we, we know the audio cues. Give us the visual cues. <laughs> yes.
0: Know. Why is he screaming <laughs> now? He's screaming. And I thought, yeah, we, we can figure that part out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But- that was in an older movie. I remember I, rent, I borrowed it from the library. When I don't know if they still rent out or borrow out DVDs. I don't know. They, they might. They used to. They had VCR tapes for a long time. and
1: Where? And have, if you check them out from the library, your, your oh, local oh, library in town. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, no, oh. I mean, Bard used to Bard, send them to Bard the mail. Bard, like,
1: yeah, they did used to do that. They, you could check out movies. I, I don't know that Bard still does that. I think they either have the videotapes or they've got the. DVDs would descriptive, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Well, I, that's uh,
0: where I got these movies from that I'm talking about.
1: National but I Library don't, Service. Don't think do that. Mm-hmm. yeah, the uh, SamNet is a really good resource. Uh, we should also mention that it's of not course, free, though.
2: <laughs> it, it's
1: for veterans. They always had made it free as a thank you for your service kind of a thing, which right. I really appreciate. But it's not free. It, it actually is a subscription. I wanna say twenty is it twenty bucks a month or fifty bucks a year? I don't know what it costs, but it it's does a hundred dollars a year. Seven a year? hundred dollars. Oh
0: 100 a hundred a year. year. Okay. From so it
1: breaks down to about you know eight dollars and eighty some odd cents a month. If you break But it if you month. like
0: to watch movies, I suppose it's worth it.
1: Oh yeah, because there's, they do have a huge catalog of movies it's from huge, huge. From cl- classic old you know black and white like Judy Garland, Bob Hope kind of movies to modern, just released this past year movies. You, know. you can I I I don't know if they I haven't looked for any like I was, I was wondering I was didn't get around to checking to see if they had Abbott Costello, but I know they had like you know, I, I sat there once just, uh, just like the African Queen they oh, got. Yeah. From the 1930s up to 2021, you know, and say you know every Sunday they put out new releases. But even though it says new releases, it, it could have been a movie from 1969. But they right. find around to put the audio track to it, the descriptive track. So sometimes yeah. you can watch some of them older movies that you've seen years ago and watch yeah. them, with- and re-watch them with your ears, as it were. Enjoying yeah. Yeah. even people with vision i tell them i say if you listen to it with the descriptive track it's kind of silly and and irritating but it'll tell you things that you that you don't know right about the movie or about that well, sometimes
0: character. it warns them something's coming up but if you don't, name. Right. well if you don't watch it i mean you know people with eyes out yeah, they're going to watch it but sometimes it'll tell you Right before something happens, so we can laugh at the same time or be surprised or whatever. Right. I always tell my husband, well, don't uh, stare at the TV, uh, just listen, you know, play on your phone and listen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, because they have to describe during areas where there's not a lot of dialogue, so they don't over talk. Right. Actors. So sometimes they'll actually, like I said, describe something that's just about to happen so you can laugh. If you want to hear, if you want to hear. If you want to hear a describer going into over, overtime, over overload, listen to a Jackie Chan movie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. With the through fighting going on yeah. or an action-packed scene like that. They, go, a, a, they did this. He's doing that. He
0: did this. He kicked him in the head, kicked him in the face. <laughs> yeah. well, I noticed on one of the movies that we watched, that it sounded, you know, they just record it and then they send it off to wherever they put it in on the movies and it's like you know how you can speed it up on our Victor readers or different things you speed up somebody talking they had to do that to squeeze in everything because it was like there are parts where the guy sounded normal describing and then he'd talk faster than like Terry just did. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because the action it, kicks up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: they had to speed him up so that he sounded like a chipmunk almost yeah. trying to describe what was going on. I was like, this because is funny just listening yeah. to that guy talk. <laughs>
1: yeah, because there's just so much action. Yes, but, mm-hmm. but sometimes the description is a little bit off. Uh, I remember, I, I may have said it on the show before, it seems like, but I was in the blind rehab up at Kalamazoo, Michigan. And at that time I could still see some, I was what they call high partial 20 over three hundred vision. And we were in, uh, they had a media room and we were watching uh, a movie. I think it was a Steve Martin movie. And they were describing the scene and they're like, he walks through the room and he glances over the edge of the divider to see a naked woman. And this 21-year-old dude, no, oh, stop it. Let me, let me get up close. I want to see the naked woman. It's like, they, they haven't shown it yet. Come on, I want to see it. And he, he got up real close, stopped action. I was like, dude, this don't have a count. And then I said, just let it play through. And then after they described it, that's when he kind of walked by. And, and they don't show it. They just kind of show him looking over a partition, like,
2: hmm,
1: nice view or something. But you only you only understand that the woman was not clothed because of his reaction. But the guy was he's just being a typical twenty-one-year-old. He wanted to see naked woman. Yeah, <laughs> it's not that kind of a movie, dude. <laughs> you, you can you can have you know represent say nudity <laughs> without actually having to show it. Be be tasteful right. about it, you know. Right. We might have to wrap this one up. Yeah, we probably should. Uh we've been of... gigantic. <laughs>
0: huh? Uh, you don't want to know what he said. <laughs> he, needs, he needs the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Well, let's go ahead and get into our closing thoughts then. And as we bring this uh to a close. Uh As we like to do, i got to find
0: final thoughts. I have
1: one.
0: Go ahead. Someone
1: once asked me to whittle them a spoon. I told them I would do it in a whittle while.
0: A whittle while. (laughs) Do you know why hamburgers are so sad at barbecues? They have to meet their own
1: flames. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I am having some trouble finding any closing thoughts. I know I had some written down, but you guys have, have another one? It. I have one.
2: Who
1: was the sweetest
0: night? Sir up. Sir up.
1: All right. Here, <laughs> I, I have I have a really kind of a lame thought here, but where do fruits go on vacation? Paris. <laughs> yeah, done.
0: The fruit bar. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not happy being a glue salesman, but I think I'll just stick with it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> it, it, it just kind of sticks to you after a while,
0: huh? Yeah, all that sticky stuff. <laughs> I,
1: I asked my dog what's two minus two. He said nothing. <laughs> So, anyway, that's all I got for the show. Do so you guys have any yeah, more closing thoughts? Nope,
0: that's
1: it for me. Nope, I don't <laughs> have no more. Then this <laughs> is the part where we sign off and say this is your host, Keith. And uh, please do stop by, uh, leave us a rating and review. Uh, Be a sponsor. Write us an email. Yeah, send us an email to the webpage. Make sure you click don't forget our that commercial. <laughs> Make sure you click our donate button. And... I think that's going to be it. Yeah.
0: yeah. So bye-bye for now. Tune in next week where you may hear Terry say...
1: That Sounds
0: Funny.
2: T-S-F at that funny. Dot com.